You're listening to The Dating Zone on jewishcoffeehouse.com. I'm Mickey Lavenpell, marriage therapist and relationship coach. I'm Molly Livingstone, a comedian with too much tea. And today we are talking with David from LA, who is visiting us again. Thank you very much for coming, David. Thank you for having me again. And on a previous show, we gave David some homework. Let's just see how that worked out for you and see what you've come up with. So basically the homework was, do you remember it? Are you a good student? Yes, to play like a casual game, card game, whatever I could find with her. Right, because you found that you were asking questions, but it kind of was leading nowhere and the conversations were just dull and boring and how are you going to meet the one? Yeah, and it was question answer format and sometimes I didn't get the questions in return, so I was struggling to find things to say. And you did mention that one of the better dates that you had had with someone that was more serious was when you took it out of just that regular sort of sit at the table and you went on an adventure. Yeah. So if you can't have an adventure, at least play a game. Yeah. And? So we started out the date, we were chatting. Uh, The long story short is she was amazing, very sweet person, but I... I think we both felt that we didn't have anything really in common. We did play the game at the end, like that so was towards the end of the date. Um, on the date, or like what was the well, what was the game? Oh, like, just what a did you card, do? like some random card game and set that game oh um, my God, I that love we played. That so game. we were like finding yeah. the sets and everything, and we did that towards the end of the date. And then I, you know, that's a good game because that's a real getting. In. I always like to see how you choose what sets. There are some people that, like me, I choose the most complicated set. Upset, and I think that speaks a lot to my personality. Yeah. All right. Anyways. And some people are better at it than others. I remember uh, I brought that game once on a singles event that I did, and my son, who was like 10 at the time, was beating everybody. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, Daniel, I'm going to have to stop. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. Um, but I think we. Uh, she told me she wasn't interested in a second date. By default, I asked her, do you want to go out again? Because I always am willing to try a second date. She said, I, I don't think we have that much in common, which I agreed with. Uh, but then she said, but I would like to set you up with a friend of mine. Is it okay if I run it by her. So that's where things were left, basically. So that's nice. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So cool. did he do well? I mean, so, he played I mean, the game. So at the end of the day, you played the game and the date did go better. Yeah. Right. Even yeah. though it didn't necessarily lead to the result that you would have wanted. But with her, it did lead to a good result because both of you just decided that there just wasn't enough chemistry to carry on. Yeah. And in this case, she also was very open and very chatty. Like I did fine. I didn't have to Great. be question and answer at the beginning of the day before we played the game. She was open and, you know, telling me about herself and I enjoyed listening. Excellent. You had also mentioned to me, David, mm-hmm. that there was another thing that came up for you since the last time we spoke that maybe might be influencing the, the dynamic that happens on dates. So I'm wondering if you could share that a little bit with us. Yeah, basically, uh, it's a fear of failure. Thank goodness I've had a lot of learning experiences. I've had a lot of serious relationships, like a lot, you know, going on for quite a long time. And it's eventually led to heartbreak. And I'm almost afraid, especially in those first few dates, like, oh my gosh, is, is this person going to break my heart again? Is it just not going to work out? What's going to happen? And so I'm wondering what you might be inadvertently communicating with some of these women already on a first date. Like, do you go in on a first date with these heavy-duty expectations, maybe, that that she might be feeling or something like that? I'm not sure because, I mean, even going back to that last date, every time I go on a date with somebody, I try to be positive, you know, have a smile on my face, you know, try to keep the negativity out. Like, obviously, when you op- when you become close with someone, you want to share the negativity, but at least at the beginning, keep it positive. Um, and she, you know, we, we had that kind of positive connection. Maybe I felt that, you know, we don't have that much in common. But the ones that work out, it's just like, 
I want to spend more time with you and more time with you. And like, there isn't that fear of failure. And then for whatever reason, sometimes it just doesn't work out. My question is, what point is fear of failure getting in the way of being able to move the relationship beyond dating and into relationship mode? I mean, mm-hmm. clearly you're able to, to have relationships. You've had mm-hmm. many. The question is, where is it getting you messed up? I guess there's the ones where maybe I'm not feeling that charge at the very beginning. So I'm instantly thinking like, oh my gosh, it's like, is this going to be another struggle for one to two dates? And it could be that like after the fourth or fifth date, I'm being like, oh my gosh, I really like her, but I'm really afraid I'm going to lose her. And so when you're feeling that fear of, oh my gosh, I really like her, I really don't want to lose her. What do you do then? You know, I I get nervous. That's the first thing that comes to mind. How would that, that nervousness manifest, do you think? Uh, it's possible that they, they are reading into it a little bit, like sort of low self-esteem, lack of confidence. Uh. How, how would she know? What do, you, what do you think you might be doing that would be conveying to her that you are nervous? I can't think of a recent example, um, but I can think of a very old example, somebody okay. who I thought was the one. And mm-hmm. on what ended up being our last date, I asked her, so where do you think things are standing? Where, where do you think things are going? Like I, want, I was getting a vibe, and I don't know if the vibe was self-reflection or she actually was vibing this towards me. And, I, and uh, she ended up breaking up with me afterwards. Wait, you were getting the vibe that she was going to break up with you? Yeah. And I uh, wasn't, so I don't, to this day, I don't know if it was accurate or not, but she did break up with me right after that. So I'm wondering at what point you got the vibe that she was going to break up with you or whether it was something that you might, like whether she was getting nervous that the big guns were going to come out soon mm-hmm. and that maybe that made her pull back or whether, like I'm trying to figure out at what point the nervousness that one was so long things. ago, and I actually had more serious relationships since then. That okay. it's, it's, it might be maybe that isn't yeah. the best example, but okay. yeah, um, I just I guess I do get nervous. I mean, maybe I I I, I always need to check in because I. I find that I'm an empathic person. So I feel sometimes I can confuse confuse exhaustion with someone feeling down. So sometimes I do articulate, you know, what are you feeling? Please convey it in words to me so I can distinguish, you know, is this paranoia coming from me or is this genuine something's up and I'm feeling it? I'm wondering whether what you're saying here is that you've, you've decided you like this person mm-hmm. and they are kind of for whatever reason, you might be starting to get nervous that they don't like you as much. Mm -hmm. And then you might be reading into their lesser level of enthusiasm as disinterest. And then you might raise the ante. And then that sort of makes them kind of pull away a little bit more. And then the more they pull away, the more you increase your enthusiasm and whether that is the dynamic that's then being created here. Mm Mm-hmm. I wonder, and also, I mean, in the relationships that have really worked, I wonder if this is a new event. It's happened that I've gone out with somebody and like, I just find I want to keep going out with them over and over again. And these days it kind of leads to feeling burnt out just a few dates in like, oh, I need a little bit more me time. And it could be just, I'm so scared. Like it's a fear of failure that I'd rather just be home alone than go on another date immediately afterwards. Right. What you're saying makes so much sense to me that you've, you've tried so hard. You so badly want to be in a relationship and you work so hard on yourself to do that. And it sounds like you are getting a little bit burnt out and like you need to do something to just clear out your system, to just do a good cleansing. And what I do with a lot of people who are in your situation is something called somatic experience therapy. And this is for, I do this with all my clients. I just have to say that um, because we've all experienced trauma 
I, mm-hmm. I just have to be very open about that. We've all experienced trauma. We all take trauma in different ways. And some of them are big T traumas, like really, really bad stuff happening to us. And some of them are like little T traumas where we've just been hurt by things that people have said to us, or we've just been trying so hard to achieve our goals and we just aren't getting there. So it feels a bit traumatic to us that we're not getting where we want to go. So somatic experience therapy is this amazing tool that I use to just clear out a person's system. Like it's kind of like doing a hard reset mm-hmm. on our brains and our bodies and just clear out all the schmutz that exists inside of us because our body really holds on to all the stuff that we experience and by clearing it out and starting that reset we just come in so much more happy and enthusiastic and positive and the nervousness really does go down you're speaking my language good uh, okay I heard, I'm glad. I heard Pesach cleaning <laughs> <laughs> or like at that point of the year we we're like oh no it's four months away my house is not clean you do SC on your Pesach cleaning you'll want to do you'll be running to do your Pesach cleaning yeah. <laughs> I feel like, David, you're kind, it's so interesting because I hear this a lot from women more than I think I hear it from men about I'm so burnt out and I'm waiting for the failure. Like, why bother? I don't know. Maybe it's just I have more girlfriends who are single. I don't realize that guys go this deep, which could actually be part of your problem that mm-hmm. you are, because you're overanalyzing. Ooh, Mickey didn't like that. But like, when a man is confident, I feel like he's not thinking too much, if that's shady to say, but mm-hmm. I think accurate. And and that attracts women. Mm-hmm. The confidence attracts women, a little bit of the game, a little bit of the mystery. And when you're like being so caring and almost over-caring and trying to pull out these like, is she nervous about me? And then she's like, I'm not nervous. And you're like, are you sure? Oh, I guess I am nervous. You're right. Like, it's almost like you're building it up whether or not you just want to prove, see, it's all not worth it or whatever. But- I think that, like Mickey is saying, you have to come to it. I think you need like an eat, pray, love moment because until she went away on this journey and could appreciate herself and being alone and all of those things, she couldn't bring the right type of person into her world that could appreciate her. Exactly. And I feel like when you're going on these dates and you're like, do you like me? Do you like me enough? Am I fun for you? Am I doing things? Do you, should I be more romantic for you? And it's like, Almost like just if you're not being confident with yourself, mm-hmm. right? Does that make sense? No, for it makes. You? And I, well, something you said earlier. A lot of people have been telling me lately that I overthink things, and I completely agree with that. It, it does benefit me in some aspects of my life, but I can see how in this case it's hurting me. I feel like I could see that on a date, or like on uh, when you're dating someone that you're kind of more into, you're self-destructing. Yeah. So I think this is an amazing realization that you've come to, David. Mm-hmm. And I think that. You know, yeah, what's homework? So, well, I, I think we need to do that hard reset. Okay. I so think it would be a really do? good idea. Well, he could book in with somebody who does some experience therapy, either myself or somebody else, mm-hmm. and do a good internal PASAC cleaning <laughs> okay. before Purim. Or if you don't feel like you need something that hardcore, which is not so hardcore, it really doesn't take very long, especially if it's just, you know, whatever. You could just do fun stuff for a little while, just take dating off of the plate altogether taken a lot of breaks this past year okay and i'm not getting any younger okay so, so if you want to do so then let do the hard reset and just mm-hmm. go for the jugular and just do it because i think you'll learn a lot of stuff about yourself i think you'll clear out a lot of old relationship garbage you might be carrying into mm-hmm. dating and women will be like wow this guy's got it going on mm-hmm. you'll be dating with a whole different face okay i like that you brought up because i brought up pesach you brought up purim <laughs> i think that when we talk about purim and we've done this before about the masks that we wear and also about purim it's like getting so drunk that you don't know who your friend is or your enemy mm. is that my good reform version of okay it works in the orthodox world too. yeah so <laughs> so it's almost like 
I want you to be so drunk, so to speak, that you don't do what you normally do. Without the alcohol. Yeah. Meaning instead of stepping in on that date and asking those questions or being the person that you are, which I know sounds weird because you want to be true to yourself, I kind of want you to, no, you don't like that? No, I think, no, I think. Until the reset. If he doesn't do the reset, he just be like an alcoholic, but not really. No, we don't want anybody to be alcoholics here. No, I'm saying Not that there's anything wrong with that, but we don't. I'm not saying it. Don't, I'm not endorsing. I'm not endorsing drinking all the time. What I'm saying is that he should, I don't know, maybe switch it up a little bit. That's all I'm saying is yeah. like when he's going in and he's asking all these questions of concern and who you are and overthinking it, try not to do all of those things. Try to be the opposite. Wear, wear a mask. Be somebody else until you do the reset. She's the advice specialist. I'm here to make poo-poo jokes. Look, you're saying you've done a lot of work on yourself and you've taken a lot of breaks and that hasn't worked and you really wanna you really wanna make this year the year that you find that the love of your life. Correct. I feel it. So if you're really wrapped and ready to go, then why not just go for it and do the hard reset and clear out your system so that firstly, you wanna be in the best place possible to find the best woman for you, Mm -hmm. right? So why not? Like why not do everything for yourself? Put your money where your mouth is. Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Because people do say that. I want to find someone and they don't make the effort. So what you're saying is if you really want to find this person and really want to make the effort, which I think you have by coming on the show and being vulnerable, which is like a really big step, then just do what Mickey's saying. Don't just do what Molly said to drink. (laughs) Metaphorically. Yeah. um, But to actually like... Don't just fake it is what Molly's saying. Yeah. I guess do the real thing. Are you going to do that? Can you do that? Can that be your homework? I, you know, with Mickey's help, I, I would love to do it. I just, I would need to find somebody and cost and all that yeah. stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love to do I could it. help you do that. Okay. Okay. So for other people that okay. might have questions out Absolutely. there, other information, Mickey, tell them how to reach out. You could find me on www.mickeylavinpell, M-I-C-K-I-L-A-V-I-N-P-E-L-L.co.il. Or you could also email us at our new email address, The Dating Zone at jewishcoffeehouse.com. We've been getting lots of really great feedback from you guys. I want to thank you all. We love it. Keep it coming. And if you'd like to be on our show, reach out to us, message us. And if you have any other advice that you think might be great for David, please uh, email us and let us know as well. Related to Jewish holidays, you can also. Sure. (laughs) Thank you so much again for braving it, for being out there, for giving us your voice. Thank you for having me and for your advice. This has been another episode of The Dating Zone on jewishcoffeehouse.com. Subscribe to this and other great podcasts at jewishcoffeehouse.com, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And please go to iTunes and rate and review us. It will help us a lot.